Grow CFO is where finance leaders grow together. Join thousands of like-minded professionals using GrowCFO to access the combined knowledge and experience of the finance leader community. You can join us today at growcfo.net. Hello and welcome to the GrowCFO show. I'm your host, Kevin Appleby, and this week I've got Dan Wells, our founder, back with me. Dan, we've got something exciting to tell the world about we have, Kevin, and it's great to join you today. Um, so delighted to announce that we are launching the Grow CFO Competency Framework, uh, which is a new digital tool that we've created online. That sounds really interesting, Dan. But CFO Competency Framework, tell me a bit more. What's, what's the purpose of the, C- of the Grow CFO Competency Framework? Kevin, lots of our members have asked us, how do they work out what a CFO really needs to develop in terms of skills and competencies to perform the role effectively. And this might sound like something that should exist already, Um, but the more that we ask people, um, the harder actually it's it's been to find something out there that's really a a kind of global benchmark for what a CFO needs to learn. Um, So what we've tried to do is to create something that allows any finance leader, whether they're an aspiring CFO or an existing CFO, um, to rate themselves against all the skills and competencies that are required to do the CFO role effectively. And I know that we, we've talked in previous podcasts about that challenge of, of moving up from, say, head of finance into the number one finance role and then the CFO role, that everything changes. You move from being the inward face of finance to the outward face of finance and suddenly you're you're talking to external stakeholders you're being number two to the ceo the challenges that you've got in front of you change overnight and i I think that's one of the issues here dan that there are so many new challenges that you've potentially got to be prepared to take on that it's very difficult as a as an individual to get your head around them all well if you look at the different routes to a cfo most of the people that we know, they've either made it from practice where they've stepped across and, and are probably lacking experience of working in a finance function at a senior level, or alternatively, they've worked their way through a finance function. And what we find is in many cases, these individuals have spent a lot of time focusing on the past and they haven't really had that much exposure to the sort of strategy and change elements of the role, and which you know, bring many, many new skills. Um, also, we find that a lot of people um, haven't really had that board level exposure, uh, which comes with a CFO role. Um, and I guess finally, um, there's, just a, there's a lot of different things that a CFO is responsible for, not just in finance, but actually across the wider organisation. And um, so there's so many different skills to learn. Yeah. And those things the CFO is, is responsible for, for can vary from company to company as well. We're seeing a lot more CFOs these days being responsible for the whole IT function, for instance. In the past, we might have seen CFOs responsible for more of the uh, COO space. And it can vary enormously. And it's taken you a long way away from those core skills that you learned to pass your exams. We're certainly seeing lots of challenges here. And and the phrase that keeps coming up is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And And I guess what we've tried to do here is, you know, we've worked very, very closely with the wider community. 
So we've spoken to lots of CFOs who have been there and done it before. We've spoken to lots of CEOs, NEDs, chairs, you know, other C-suite members, and, and indeed you know, many more people across the wider ecosystem. And what we've tried to do is pull everybody's thoughts together so that we can look at this from all the different aspects of the CFO role. And we've challenged ourselves really hard on this to make sure that we cover everything and, and that we get a, a kind of consensus across the community as to what the most important areas are. Yeah, and I suppose I'm still conscious that even with the framework that we've built, there's probably always something extra we can tag onto it then. That's right, Kevin. And you know, there's always more you can do. And, and indeed, as has been sort of widely talked about in, in the marketplace, the, the role is constantly evolving as well. So it will be interesting to see how the framework evolves. But certainly I, I'm feeling pretty confident that as things stand today, you know, we've got a, a really strong grow CFO competency framework, which people can now use to benchmark themselves against their peer groups. So, Dan, we're calling this the CFO competency framework but there are a lot of different names for the person near the top of his game in finance cfo is just one of them and uh, i interviewed um my guest last week who called himself a director of finance or interchangeable with that term is finance director head of finance is one that we see quite often vice president finance is another one there are there are lots of different titles do you think they're all the same dan or is the is there something special about cfo you're right kevin there's definitely a range of job titles used across the ecosystem and and in many cases they haven't necessarily been properly thought out or benchmarked against the actual requirements of each of those individual roles i think sometimes the the job titles can be defaulted to the stage that the company's at rather than necessarily the day-to-day -day role and responsibilities of the finance leader. Um, I, I think people are starting to understand a bit more about what it means to become a CFO. Um, but again, I think that's been quite difficult without having something to properly benchmark themselves against. So, so we have a lot of people in our community who really struggle to sit down and work out with their management teams what their objectives should be to make that step up from say a, a head of finance or an FD into the CFO role for the first time. And, and indeed, a lot of people, even once they're there, they're, they're not always sure whether they're doing all the different things that a CFO should be doing, or you know, they may get tasks you know, thrown their way and they're not quite sure whether it fits into the CFO role or, or if indeed they've just kind of become a bit of a dumping ground for the stuff that doesn't naturally fit into the other C-suite jobs. So, so again, you know, I, I'm, I'm really pleased with this framework because I, the feedback we're getting now is that people feel they've got something they can benchmark themselves against. And, and I think it's a really good tool, you know, regardless of whether you're trying to work your way up internally or, or apply for an external role. I think it's a really good tool for, for, for sort of having that discussion and, and, and tabling in those conversations to, to really understand, you know, what skills have you learned? And indeed, you know, to become more aware of, of where your developments lie. So, Dan, tell me a little bit more about it. We're, we're talking about a competency framework. So how's that framework built? So the framework, I mean, its overall purpose, you know, we've talked a bit about it. You know, we're, we're trying to help the CFO here to create value and to achieve their company's vision. So what we've done is we've broken it down into three key sections. And those of you that have had a chance to see it, you'll see they're in sort of dark blue in the inner ring. 
And, and, and what we've got in here, we've got three different competencies within each of these sections. Um, if I talk through them in turn, so the first section is around the foundation competency skills. And these are really sort of fundamental skills, um, which, you know, a lot of them are hard skills, which people would have developed through their careers. Um, but again, you know, we find lots of people have gaps in these areas. Um, a lot of businesses will assume that, that you've already learnt many of these different skills. Um, but as the, as the role evolves, you know, we're, we're constantly adding to them and people are finding they do have lots of skills gaps. Um, but gaps, Dan, I, I suppose that can be down to, well, I've never really needed to do anything in that area in my job. Therefore, I've never had reason to go and find out about it in detail. That's right. And if, if I just talk through what those three competencies are, so first of all, we've got the governance and control side of things, which you know some people may never have been responsible for the governance before in an organisation, which, which obviously is something they need to drive across their board and management teams. And um, then there's the operational driver side of things. You, know, you touched earlier, Kevin, upon the fact that a CFO often looks after a number of different operations and, and, and indeed has much influence across the wider organ, organization's operations. So, so yeah, this is a, another really key area that people have a lot of learning gaps in. Um, and then finally, you know, within the foundation competencies, we've got the financial planning and analysis or FP&A as a lot of people refer to it. Um, and again, you know, unless you've had exposure to that directly within your roles, um, the chances are that some of this is quite new to you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think what these these skills have in common is they're essential for preserving value within the business and, and really creating that foundation for your future achievements. Yeah. So that, that's foundation layer, Dan. So the, you said there were three layers altogether. What's the second layer? So the second layer relates to the implementation side of things. So this is where you're really putting everything into action and working very closely with the wider business. And, you know, in doing so, you'll be combining lots of hard and soft skills with a really powerful effect. Now, there's three different competencies in here as well. So the first one is around strategic business partner, and um, much of which you know, will be your interaction with the board and management team. But, but actually, you know, it's really about having that influence and supporting the decision making across your organisation. And the second one is being a catalyst for change. So helping to identify profit and cash initiatives, you know, really sort of overseeing and driving change across the business and, and getting involved in sort of restructuring and, and monitoring the effectiveness of your changes. And, and then finally, around the fundraising and M&A side of things, which obviously will vary from company to company. And, but again, you know, there's lots of things that a, a modern day CFO has to get involved in on this. For example, right from identifying and evaluating opportunities through to you know, doing the actual live deal processes, you know, getting involved in valuations and so forth. So, so the way to think about these, this is where you're creating lots of value across your business. Mm. But I, I think just looking across those three that you've mentioned, Dan, they, they are so, so broad. And I, I think this is where you come to the point that quite often the CFO is a master of one thing, but not another. As a management consultant, I've been I've been involved in change projects for years and years and years. I've seen some finance leaders who are brilliant at it. I've seen some that were really have never done it before, and you've really got to coach through the transformation. Um, seen some leaders where they've been at the heart of big transactions all their career. Seen others where well they've never been near a transaction and therefore don't really know where to start. Um, 
it's very rare that you find, uh, in my experience, that coming across CFOs, finance directors who've been my clients, that they they really have got a balanced portfolio of skills across all those three things that you've just mentioned. There's certainly lots to think about in this in this category, Kevin. And you know, as you mentioned, even the experienced CFOs will have a lot of gaps in these areas. Now, you know, some of these you'll only really be able to address by getting you know a combination of on-hand experience in the role, um, but also the, there's a lot of lessons that we've created around this, which we'll come on to later. But um, yeah, I think there's so much to learn in this area, and I think it's something that you know does actually worry a lot of aspiring CFOs, you know, when they move into that role for the first time. Indeed, indeed. So there's a third layer down. There is. So the third layer is around the impact side of things. So, you know, what we've talked about up until now you know, is, is a lot around you know, what the CFO should actually be doing within their business. Um, but the impact side of things is more around how you actually go about doing it and, and really the, sort of the overall impact and influence that, that it has on the wider business. Now, the, the three different competencies in question. Firstly, there's leadership. Um, which is a combination of leading the finance function, but also being a sort of C-suite business leader and, and representative for your business externally. The next one is commercial mindset. Um, and again, there's lots to commercial mindset. It's really thinking about you know, how can you develop a proper understanding of your business and how to get really strong market knowledge of the trends that, you're, um, that are happening in your marketplace. And, and what your competitors are doing and so forth. Um, and then you know, having that ability to tell the financial story. Um, and I think you know, these things will help you to be able to drive growth, you know, maximize shareholder value and so forth. And then finally in this category, we've got the soft skills. So there's lots of different soft skills that a, a modern day CFO would need. And a lot of people think of, sort of communication and relationship building, which you know a key part of this. I mean, I think in addition to that, there's gravitas, there's the sort of Coming trustworthy, and um, there's your overall sort of personal effectiveness as well. So, how well are you actually able to go and deliver your individual activities and objectives? And we we find that in this section, again, lots of people have quite big gaps because they've never really been trained on this before. And I, I'd add another one to that list of soft skills. I, I think these days, more important than it's ever been, is the ability to network. And I think there's something about being a CFO that you, you kind of need to know three things about everything and somebody who knows all the detail for everything you might come across. And that ability to network, find those right people, link up with the right places to advise you, to help you, is a, a soft skill that is, is becoming increasingly important. I think will become one of the main things a CFO has got to get his head around in the future. Well, it's really important, Kevin. And you know, I, I talked about relationships being one of them. And, and you're right. I mean, we cover it in there for obvious reasons, but there's so much to think about. And you know, lots of people worry that as a CFO, they, they feel they need to know everything. But, but as you said, Kevin, it's about knowing the right people so that yeah. you know, when something comes up, you've got someone you can turn to for support. I think just what you covered there across nine competencies, Dan, you're showing just the huge breadth of what a CFO needs to know these days that it's almost impossible to be a master of it all but you can be a master of the things that matter I guess for you your organization and the way you want to develop your career and know where you aren't a master of it 
so you can su- su- surround yourself with the right support. That's right. And I think lots of finance leaders have grown up you know, with the expectation that you need to be a perfectionist in all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. And I guess once you get to CFO level, it, a lot of it can be about just taking a view on things and, and providing support towards decision making where you know, there's not always a, a right or wrong known answer. It's more about you know, really being able to bring that unique financial perspective and and knowledge to you know around what the business is doing you know having access to all the data having proper sort of scrutinized links between your financial data versus the commercial activities that are driving it so you know we 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 see a lot around that and you know hopefully people picked up on you know the value side of things i think as a cfo it's really important to think about what are you doing to preserve the value of your business how are you helping to create value within the business and you know, are you fully equipped in terms of your implementation and impact to, to maximise that value? Mm, yeah. So we've talked about three layers. We've talked about each of those three layers and found that there are three competencies within each one. So there's nine competencies in all, Dan. So fine, I'm going to go into the competency framework and look at this. So what am I, what am I going to do now? If I go into the competency framework, am I going to rank myself somehow against those, those nine competencies? How does that work? So when a CFO first accesses the framework, I mean, you'll see a diagram that shows how it all breaks down. You'll have your nine different competencies that we've talked about. And then each of them in turn has five individual topics. So the idea being that nine competencies, five topics even each. So there's effectively 45 different topics to cover overall. Now, the way it works is you go into the framework which is an, an online sort of digital tool, as I referred to earlier, and you rate yourself against each of them individually. So you rate yourself as either um, a beginner, so someone that's sort of never had any exposure to that before, and someone who's developed a basic level of understanding, or alternatively intermediate or advanced. And the, the other option we put in there is, is not applicable to your career. Um, and, and I would emphasize, you know, I would only put not applicable against that if, if you think it's something that you just don't ever need to develop for your career, because it might be that you don't need it for your current role, but it should still be in your personal development plan. I'm, I'm struggling across those nine, maybe, maybe at the, the level of 45 different topics across the nine, and there might be one or two that I might say not applicable, but all nine of those competency areas have to be very applicable. So I'd have thought there's very little not applicable going into this. Well, we've had a lot of people complete it already. And, and as you say, there's very few people have put not applicable. We might you know, get one every now and again. But, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we've designed it to all be relevant to the role. And um, it's been really interesting that the people that have completed it so far, we've had a, a really good range, which I think probably reflects the, you know, the mixture of different backgrounds from people that are, are moving their way up into the role for the first time. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's what you do. The, the other thing to mention is that as well as rating yourselves, um, there's a few other questions just to help you benchmark yourselves against the wider population. So, for example, um, we ask you to tell us you know, what type of role you're in. So are you in a group role or a divisional role? Um, are you an existing finance leader or someone who's maybe reporting into one? Um, and then, indeed, you know, what sort of 
type of business do you work in in terms of ownership and and size just, just so that you can benchmark yourselves against those who have completed it and who are doing similar roles in similar types of businesses to you and um, it is of course all anonymous so you know we'd never share any data of anyone else but it just gives you a feel for how you're doing against a wider relevant population so it's a reasonably new tool Dan. and as time goes on more and more people are going to take this and i think we're looking at um so we, we're going to build up quite a database now so that that power to say okay i am currently a head of finance wanting to move on to be a cfo in this type of organization what a fellow heads of finance in my position scored themselves how do i compare to that and I can also see, well, if I want to be a, this type of CFO, here's the typical profile of what that sort of CFO needs. Is that the what we're expecting out of this long term? It is. So, as you say, we're getting some really good statistics here around kind of what the average ranking is for people at different stages in their careers in different types of businesses. Um, and as you said earlier, Kevin, you know, there's different types of CFOs in different businesses now because you're now getting specialist CFOs who um, may work for, for example, a, a private equity backed business or an, an owner managed business. And, and indeed, you know, CFOs working at different levels in terms of size of organisations. So, so, yeah, I think we're, what we're building up here is a, a really powerful um, benchmarking tool which people can use at any point in their career and um, it will be relevant to you at any stage you know regardless of whether you've made that step up CFO or indeed if you're very experienced in the role um, and you know we're very confident that it's going to become the sort of the, the industry-wide thing within the ecosystem for people to use. Yeah so and I must admit from my own personal development I love this sort of tool and I've been a, a huge fan for many years of Strength Finder 2.0 from from the Gallup organization. Um, I've done things in the past like Miller Hyman and and other various things that are more personality based, more strengths and weaknesses based. Um, but I've never actually come across one like this that's so very, very specific to the set of skills that you or I would typically need to have around finance. And I'm actually quite excited about this, Dan. And I know I haven't actually done it myself yet, but I'm going to. Um, how do how does somebody go about actually doing the framework and getting some results? What what process do you have to go through? Fortunately, we've made it very very simple for people. So you know, any concerns from people about how to do this, you know, have kind of disappeared now. All you need to do is go to growcfo.net and join the community, and then you will see um, within our main menu that there's a link through to, to where people can go and complete it online. So it's really as simple as that. You, you just go on, you get access. And some of you would have seen that there's a, a premium offering, but we'd recommend you complete this within your 14 day free trial so that you can make an informed decision so as to whether it's helpful. So you have to be, you have to be in your free trial of a premium membership. So, so yeah, you, you can go and do that at any point and you can, complete it as soon as you've started your 14 day free trial um, and then that will allow you to um, have a look at everything that we offer um, and make an informed decision as to whether it's the right thing for you um, and I think one thing we haven't mentioned I mean obviously there's 45 topics in there 
Um, what we've been doing, we've been very busy over uh, probably about a year and a half now, actually, sort of trying to create a, a really powerful um, set of online courses and lessons that, that work against each of these. And I'm delighted to say that we've already produced lessons to cover all 45 topics. Um, and indeed, wow. you know, we're turning these into individual sort of equivalents to courses as well. So you know, there's plenty there from a learning perspective to help you address so any of your gaps. I can, I can go into growcfo.net. I can take out premium membership. I then go and fill in the questionnaire, which I think is a Google form at the moment, Dan, um, which then allows me to rank myself against all 45 and I can then go within the courses area of Grow CFO and I can find lessons, courses, etc., on all 45 topics. So I discovered in, in one that I've got very low experience. I realize that that's a key area to develop. Therefore, it's going to be on my development plan for the next year. And we've got the material to start digging in there. That is brilliant. That's exactly right, Kevin. It's, it's all structured and the, the courses, the lessons, they're very, very easily identifiable. They are all linked in exactly the same way. So the terminology is the same, the structure and the flow. Yeah, you pick your competency, you then drill down into topic level and then you, then you go and access your, your lessons. So it's really, really easy. And, and actually, once you've completed the framework for the first time, you will get um, a summary email report, which will show you how you rank against each of the competencies so you've got that record um, for you to keep and, and then use to identify which sort of lessons and and courses you need to go and work on and the other thing is we are constantly putting on lots and lots of competency workshops as well so that you can not only work through your development areas within the online lessons but you can also attend live sessions which are led by experienced cfos um, and you, you can sort of help to learn from them and indeed you know most of those contain breakout rooms as well where you can discuss them with your peer groups as well brilliant so who's this really for dan we we've talked about people that aren't yet cfos and we know that a lot of this came out of the future cfo program that we we've been running for the last year and really developing the development plan area of that but it's it's not just for future cfos is it this is for everyone who's a senior finance professional and, and really wants to develop their overall competencies. So we have kind of three categories of members in Grow CFO. We have the future CFOs, who are those that aspire to be CFOs in the future. Um, we have the existing sort of first-time CFOs who maybe are in their first few years of, of doing that role. Um, and then indeed we have the experienced CFOs and you know, this would be relevant for all of those people. Mm. So future CFO, so do you know what you need to develop to get that first role? I guess you've got that role. You're the first time CFO. And, okay, you might have known in theory a few of the things that were going to come along and be new to you, but you now know in spades what you don't know. So it's, it's the ideal place to pick up information, learning on those things that are suddenly starting to take you outside of your comfort zone. And I guess that experience CFO, Dan, well, the world's constantly changing. You know? Technology and so on were not things that you necessarily had to know a huge amount about as CFO 20 years ago. They're so, so central to the job. 
in 2021. And the world is changing all the time. And I'm, I'm reminded of the video that we, we produced, uh, must be this time last year, Dan, the evolving role of the CFO and showing how that role had changed over time and how the CFO needed to major on different things as the years went by. And I'm just conscious that that's going to keep evolving through in, through the 2020s, 2030s. And you know, you're going to be in, you're going to get to the CFO role, maybe what, 10, 15 years into your career. You could be there for another 10, 15 years. It's not going to stay still during that time at all. It's going to move on. It is. And, and we're constantly adding new lessons and doing new workshops, you know, getting specialist guests in to reflect the direction of travel and you know, the change that we're seeing coming through from, from the sort of community feedback. So, so, yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, it's a constantly evolving thing. You know, we're not going to suddenly just say we've learned everything and we don't need to learn again. It's going to be a case of making sure that we've called up with everything that we need you know, as we stand today. Um, and indeed that we have the right development plans in place for the future. Yeah. So if you have heard something you like today, if you like the idea of a competency framework, if you're curious and you want to see how you rank against those three layers, nine competencies, 45 individual topics, well, that's a lot, of th- a lot of things to find out about and a very, very thorough analysis of your own abilities. Well, come along, give it a try. GrowCFO.net is where you'll find it. It's very, very simple to go in there. And yes, as Dan said, the competency framework is part of our premium membership, but you, know, you can do this during the 14-day trial at the beginning of that membership. Go in, see how you rank, go have a look around the training materials. And most people, when they do that, stick around because there's so much in there that's useful. Dan, that's been fascinating. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show, Kevin.